Hello and welcome to another edition of the Studio Rats podcast, episode number four, going live on July 5th, 2010. Thanks for joining us. My name is Matt and Jeff Elbel will be joining us on a future episode when we wrap up our discussion regarding recording acoustic guitar. But for now, you're stuck with me. So my plan in order to keep the podcast rolling is to do a few perhaps shorter episodes between the times when Jeff and I are able to get together and do our roundtable discussions. So these shorter episodes may be me reviewing a piece of gear or software that I think will benefit you guys. It may be me interviewing a musician or another recording engineer, basically any topic that I find interesting. So I hope you'll hang in there with me and we'll just see how this goes. Now, before I get into the main topic of the episode, I did want to thank the band Shoot, who was kind enough to let me use their song Venom as the introduction music for this podcast. Shoot is spelled C-H-U-T-E, as in parachute, and I will include a link to their website in the show notes. I encourage you guys to go check out their music. They have some really great songs. All right, well, let's get into the main topic, and that means it's time for... So what exactly is Matt's app attack, you ask? Well, it's when I will be reviewing a musical application. Today, I'm going to be taking a look at Studio 6 Digital's RTA app for the iPhone. Now, I apologize to you guys that don't have an iPhone, but I still think that the topics and issues that I discuss will benefit you, even if you just have a simple SPL meter or some sort of sound analysis tools on your PC. Now, RTA goes for $11.99 on the App Store, so it is is a little bit pricey for an application. I think when I picked it up, it was a lot less, maybe $4.99, so I don't know when they jacked up the price. But hey, I still think it's a good application to look at. RTA stands for Real-Time Analyzer, and basically what this application does is it breaks down the musical spectrum into specific bands, which are displayed in kind of a bar graph-type fashion, if you've been using an EQ plugin in your DAW, you're probably you've probably seen an RTA type display. It's pretty common for them to be displayed in one third octave or octave display. So RTA is a very simple application to use. You basically launch it, and there's a play button that you hit, and that activates the display. And then you'll see whatever noise is in your environment displayed nicely in a little bar graph type fashion. It also has an SPL. Um, reading on it so you can use it just to take SPL or sound pressure level readings and it also has a peak hold so that you can see well obviously the the peak loudness of each frequency over time. Now you may be asking yourself why do I care about a real-time analyzer? Well there's a couple of different things that you can do with one. First and probably the most important is that you can use the RTA app to analyze your room especially at your listening position. Now this allows you to see any abnormal peaks or valleys in the frequency response due to things like room modes. And obviously the goal is to have a relatively flat frequency response at your listening position so that your mixes translate to different environments. For instance, if in your room, say you have a 100 hertz peak at your listening position, all your mixes, when taken to another system, are likely going to have a deficiency at that frequency because you've compensated for that peak in your room by EQ. So that's not a good thing. So by using this application, you can hold it at your listening position, shoot some pink noise through your monitors, and get a pretty good idea of what your frequency response at your listening position is. 
you can also walk around your room and see where specific peaks and knolls are within the room. And this could help inform your decision of where you place microphones. Say if you're miking a bass cabinet, you probably wouldn't want to put the cabinet right at a spot in your room where there's a huge null in the bass frequencies. Or conversely, a huge peak because that could adversely affect the sound. Another use for RTA is to use it as an SPL meter to calibrate your monitors in your studio. I'm not going to go into all the mechanics of calibrating your monitors here because quite frankly, there's a well-known mastering engineer by the name of Bob Katz who explains it much better and this is kind of his baby, what he calls the K-System. So I will include a link to his website in the show notes so you can check that out further. Basically, what I want you to take away from this discussion is that the advantage to calibrating your monitors is that it gives you a set point of reference for your mixes. And it's also well known that the sensitivity of the ear changes with how loud a signal is due to the Fletcher-Munson curve. And 83 decibels is the point where roughly your ear is as flat as it's going to get. And 83 decibels is a very sane level to work at. You can basically work at that level all day and not suffer any hearing damage or any serious ear fatigue. So while the RTA app is not a laboratory quality SPL meter, it would certainly get you in the right ballpark. Another use for the application is to just measure the ambient noise in any given environment. You could use it, for example, to see how much noise a specific hard drive generates and make an informed decision on whether or not you actually want to have that hard drive on while you're recording. I've also used the application in the car just to get a rough idea of how loud the road noise is while traveling, and quite frankly, I was shocked. One of the nice features about the application is that it allows you to calibrate its sensitivity, so if you own another SPL meter, you can calibrate the iPhone RTA app to your other meter. For instance, I have a, a cheap Radio Shack SPL meter or, or sound level meter. I think they go for about $50 at Radio Shack. And I basically use that just to set up my RTA app. And on my specific iPhone, I had to adjust the, the trim up 12.7 to get them to correlate to each other. So hopefully that's given you some ideas on how you can use this application in your studio to improve your mixes. Um, one of the other features of the application that I did want to mention is that it has a save and recall function so you can use it to compare two different snapshots. For instance, if you're putting up acoustic treatment in your studio, you could take a snapshot before and after and be able to see on the display what changes, if any, that acoustic treatment made. Now, hopefully you'll be able to hear the changes, but sometimes it's nice to have a visual confirmation of those changes. In use, the measurements that I obtained using RTA compared favorably to those that I obtained using Fuzz Measure, which is a professional-grade sound analysis application for the Macintosh, and using a DBX RTA microphone that it has a flat frequency response. Now, that being said, there are a couple of things to keep in mind with this application. Namely, it uses the iPhone's built-in microphone. You can also use it with some third-party microphones, but I just use the built-in microphone. And depending on which iPhone you have, the frequency response of that microphone varies greatly. And obviously, that is going to affect the quality of the measurements that you obtain. 
I just so happen to have an iPhone 3G, which of all the iPhones released has the widest and flattest frequency response, although calling its frequency response flat is very generous. Basically, anything under 100 hertz is rolled off, looks like at about 3 dB per octave, and there is a nice presence peak, if you will, from about 5K to 10K. In the show notes, I'll include a link to a website called Faber Acoustical, and they have done some analysis of the different frequency responses between the different iPhone models so that you can see where your model stands up compared to the other ones. So the important thing to remember here is that while the RTA application is somewhat limited by the hardware, that being the iPhone microphone, I still think you can use it to improve the quality of your mixes just by keeping in mind the limitations of the microphone. That'll wrap up my review of Studio 6 Digital's RTA application for the iPhone. I hope that you are able to glean some useful information from the review, even if you don't have an iPhone. That will also wrap up this edition of the podcast. Feel free to visit finleysound.com blog to comment on this podcast or drop me a line at podcast at finleysound.com. Finleysound is spelled F-I-N-L-E-Y-S-O-U-N-D. And of course, if you just go to finleysound.com, you can check out my studio and also follow Finley Sound on Twitter if you're into Twitter. All right, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back real soon. Music